Schultz. It's time now uh, for business. We say hello uh, to Kate Moody. Hi, Francois. There's a symbolic threshold, 10%. The UK's cleared it on inflation. It has. Once again, it's the second time uh, food and energy costs once again driving that spike after briefly dipping to 9.9% in August. Prices in September were 10.1% higher than a year earlier for the month of September. September. Uh, food prices have risen at their fastest rate in 42 years, jumping 14.6%, underscoring just how much inflation weighs on low-income households in particular. Uh, the Institute for Fiscal Studies has said that benefits are on track to be 6% lower than their pre-pandemic value in 2023. Well, we can cross now to Susanna Streeter, Senior Markets Analyst at Hargreaves Lansdowne. Thanks for joining us on France 24 this evening. Uh, the new data confirm that despite efforts by the Bank of England and the government, inflation is far from under control. Combined with higher interest rates, this is really piling pressure on households and businesses. Yes, certainly is. So despite the Bank of England's efforts really to turn down the heat on this bubbling pot of prices, uh, it's still spitting out problems for the bank. So as you say, we've had uh, inflation for September, CPI spiking back up to 10.1%, uh, going back up to where it was in July. And it is increases in food prices in particular that is really propelling this headline rate upwards. And if you look at some of the numbers, really is scary. Low-fat milk, for example, rising by 40%. And grains and cereals up by 30%. Now, part of this, of course, has been driven by the war in Ukraine. And on international exchanges, the price of wheat, for example, has really dropped back down from those eye-watering levels that we saw um, soon after the invasion and again in the summer. But it takes many months for those prices on wholesale markets to feed through to the prices on the shelves. And that's why you're still seeing food prices rise so dramatically. Markets seem to be taking this relatively in stride, uh, perhaps because, because investors know that forecasts suggest inflation in the UK has yet to peak. Yes, that's right. It was forecast to be going up anyway. It's on track to do that. The Bank of England expects inflation to peak at 11% next month. We'll have to see whether those expectations are realised. It could creep up and even a little bit more before it starts falling back, because that is generally the expectation that inflation will start to fall back, not simply because um, those lower wholesale prices will start uh, feeding through, but also because the UK is headed for recession. And of course, that means that there'll be lower demand in the economy. Consumers are tightening belts. Homeowners are tightening belts, particularly faced with this real spike in borrowing costs that we've seen in recent weeks following uh, the mini budget. That's been ripped up. But even so, the damage has been done as far as borrowing costs are concerned. And that is all expected to mean that people are going to be a lot more cautious, which will mean demand will drop. And that should have a deflationary effect. And could mean that actually over uh, the medium term, the Bank of England might not put up rates as much as the market expected just two weeks ago. Susanna, how does this latest inflation report play into, let's call it a challenging situation facing Prime Minister Liz Truss, her new Chancellor Jeremy Hunt, uh, and a government that is looking even more fragilised following the departure of the Interior Minister? 
Well, it's certainly another added complication. And yes, as you say, political events are moving very quickly. We've had uh, the Home Office Minister stepping down, saying that she could not continue. She made a technical uh, mistake about sending emails, but um, she said that she wasn't willing to stay in her job while mistakes were made. And there have been uh, commentary commentators saying that actually it should have been a thinly veiled swipe at the Prime Minister, who has admitted that she made significant mistakes now with the, the mini-budget, which has now been ripped up and uh, put on the bonfire, essentially. But certainly, what this means is uh, the fact that there is more political uncertainty. The pound has dropped back a little bit in the last hour or so as that news came through. And of course, that isn't great news for inflation because it means that imports are more expensive. The pound had been creeping back up um, once uh, the new chancellor had been put into place. That's the, the UK finance minister. Uh, but certainly still volatile because of all the political uncertainty. And that really makes uh, it more difficult really for the bank to, to pull down inflation, although we do expect it to fall back next year. Susanna Streeter, thanks so much for giving, giving us that insight into the latest UK inflation report. That's all for now. Francois, I'll be back uh, in a couple of hours' time with all the rest of the day's business news. We'll be watching the pound a lot more closely after that interview. Many thanks for that, uh, uh, Kate Moody.